Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes, and of course, the all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar brings you this Australian Open tennis update. Of course, a pinnacle of engineering, the Kia EV6 GT, the most powerful Kia ever crafted. Of course, major sponsors, too, of the Australian Open. Now, this gentleman we know very well, the Kildare name is etched into tennis folklore here in Perth, Western Australia. And, of course, Paul has been involved as a player, as a coach, as a mentor. He was tournament director of the Hopman Cup for a few years and is still uh, there working under the auspices of Tennis Australia. And let me say, he would have been delighted to see what happened just a short time ago with uh, Alexi Poprin, of course, recording uh, it's his best victory in his tennis career there at John Kane Arena getting rid of American Taylor Fritz. Uh, a whopping 104 places between the 23-year-old Australian and the American world number nine. Paul Kildary, Happy New Year. Lovely to chat to you. Thanks, Pete. Thanks for having me. How significant was that for Alexi Popper? And he had a disastrous 2022. He said that in the post-court uh, interview. What a way to start 2023. Yeah, it was amazing. He's a he's a great kid. He uh, is pretty emotional when he won, which was fantastic to see. But as you mentioned, he had a really tough uh, 2022. I believe he only won five matches on the main tour, which for a player of his talent, he's clearly struggling uh, for form all year. And, you know, he works hard. He, in the off-season, he worked really hard. He hired a new team. He's now coached by Xavier Melise, who the former Wimbledon semi-finalist. So he's invested in, his, uh, in a great coach. He's uh, hired a fitness trainer and a new fitness trainer and a new physio. So a really great start to, for Alexi to be in the third round here, backing up his good play in Adelaide where he beat uh, Felix Auger-Aliasim, mm. who's number six in the world. So a great start to the year for Alexi. Interesting what you're saying there because I, I remember speaking to you some time back. It might have been two or three years ago, and your forecast that Poprin could be one of the players in the new wave or the next generation of Australian tennis player. Why did he have that uh, slight hiccup last year? And today, did we see what he potentially can deliver? No question we saw that, uh, and we have seen glimpses of it in the past. But, you know, it's a, at the end of the day, it's a very... You know, it's a it's a tough sport. It's everyone, uh, you know, wants to be in that sort of top few players in the world. It's brutal out there. You know, it's uh, you can't. It doesn't take a lot to go wrong to for your form to slip. You get a few tough draws, and winning becomes pretty tough. So, uh, you know, a lot of people picked Alexei to do well for quite a while, but it's great to see him just playing with confidence and the freedom that uh, we've all seen in patches. But you know, it's a wonderful start for the year for him. Uh, all his family was there. I know that he was born in Sydney to uh, Russian parents, and he did a bit of travelling in his early years before settling back here in Australia. What do you think, and you've seen it many times, 
What does a result like that tonight against uh, Taylor Fritz do for his confidence going forward? And I see in the next round, I'm just having a quick look, uh, it's it's a winnable match, isn't he? Takes on American Ben Shelton in the third round. Yeah, definitely. You know, a win like that, I think, just will mean so much more for him. He's 23 now. He's, he's shown great potential since about the age of 18. So everyone's, he's been around a bit now. He's not a, he's not a rookie. Um, but I think on the back of last year, it will just mean so much more for him. Uh, and, you know, third round up against Ben Shelton. Uh, many Australians wouldn't be familiar with Ben Shelton. His father was a pro, sort of back in my era. His father, Brian Shelton. Uh, ben was the number one college player in America. He left college around May of 22. And in that time, rose already into the top 100. So he's a great, great, he's got great potential. Uh, an interesting story about Ben, he... He he played in Adelaide week one, and it was the first time he'd ever left the United States. And he's a top hundred tennis player, so that you can imagine for Australia, for an Australian, that's just not possible. So mm. he's uh, he's going to be certainly a name to watch. I think certainly think Alexa's got the game to win that, but uh, Ben Shelton's certainly a name that people should remember. Let's talk to the other story regarding Australian today. And as Alexi Popperin looks to grow his uh, professional standing within the tennis uh, community worldwide, Samantha Stoza uh, bowed out of uh, what has been a great doubles career. It came to an end today on the Kia Arena. A straight sets loss in the first round of the doubles tournament. She played with Elise Cornet of France and uh, they were beaten by the Chinese pair 6-3, 6-4. Uh, she kept it together. She was interviewed and hugged by Casey Delacqua, who uh, they are such good friends at the end of the uh, on-court interview. It all started for Sam Stoza, Paul. I think she turned professional back in 1999. She played at an ITF tournament in Queensland. And here she is at 38 and in 2023, finally bowing out. It's been an incredible journey. Yeah, absolutely. Sam's, uh, you know, been lucky enough uh, to have such a close association with Sam for such a long time. I believe this was her 21st or 22nd Australian Open, which is just extraordinary. That's more Australian Opens than, you know, Linda Fruva-Tova, who beat Kim Birrell today, 17 years of age. So mm. Sam was playing here five years before she was born. So, you know, amazing career. She's an amazing woman, Sam. She's uh, just been so diligent with her tennis for such a long time and, no doubt that's a major reason why she's had such longevity with her career, but she's the ultimate professional. She's reached the highest levels. I think, um, you know, I don't think she's always uh, respected as much as her, as her record is just amazing. I mm. think she's got about eight Grand Slam titles across singles, doubles, mixed. She's obviously a French Open finalist. Amazing career. and uh, But more than that, she's a great person and uh, and an unbelievable example for all our young players to look up to about what you can do with dedication and just hard work year after year. So, you know, it's sad for Sam, but I think it's exciting and no doubt there'll be plenty of opportunities for her in the sport or whatever she chooses to do. And she seems to be an individual that loves playing, uh, you know, as a team. I know she represented Australia many times at Federation Cup. She loved coming here to the Hopman Cup. I think she came early on and partnered, I think, Todd Reed, and then she came back with Leighton Hewitt. And, of course, you're the Hopman Cup uh, tournament director as well. She enjoyed that tournament, didn't she? Which suggests to me she likes being part of a team. 
Yeah, she definitely does. Sam loved uh, coming to the Hopman Cup. Uh, I think when Brisbane International started, she was felt a bit torn to be up there as well in front of her family. So, um, you know, Sam loves the team environment. She loved playing Fed Cup, Billie Jean King Cup over the years. And uh, just last week, she was our captain of our United Cup team. So I'm sure um, opportunities like that will be in her future once she um, decides what avenue she wants to take. Um, but Sam is, uh, you know, she's a great team player. She loves that team environment with all the Australian women. And, uh, yeah, so she's, um, we're really proud of her and everything she's achieved playing for the country. Of course, a very proud parent now. But saying that, uh, just one more question regarding Sam. Paul, you were there at Flushing Meadow in 2011 when she beat Serena Williams in the US Open Women's Singles Final. She's a Grand Slam champion. That was a special moment, wasn't it? Yeah, it was incredible. It's probably one of the highlights of my um, sporting life as well, to be there, you know, as her agent um, in New York, to beat Serena on the 10th anniversary of 7-Eleven. It was just an incredible day, so something I'll never forget. And, you know, it was interesting because I was also with her in Paris when she lost in the final of the French Open. She'd just beaten Justine Hennon. Serena Williams, Yelena Jankovic to make the final, went in heavy favourite against Francesca Schiavone and you know, it was my first time being an agent of a Grand Slam finalist her first time playing, her coach and we're all sort of, it was new to us all, you know, and I don't think as a, as a group we handled the situation as well as we probably could have, it was just a lot of commotion going around, everyone was sort of, it was new for everyone and Then the next year, you know, to be in the final of the US Open, you wonder when you're going to get that opportunity again. It was just a completely different vibe. It felt like there was no pressure at all, and Sam went out there and really took it to Serena. So certainly a a great day for us personally, but a great day for Australian tennis. Mm, It was a first Grand Slam tournament singles title. I think it was the first by an Australian woman since I think Yvonne Goolagong won Wimbledon back in 1980. So it was a huge drought. So well done to Sam Stoza. Will she be lost to tennis, Paul? I know it's pretty hard now, crystal ball stuff. Uh, She is a parent, as I mentioned, uh, and she seems pretty happy off the court. Do you think she'll be involved in some shape or form? Yeah, no question, Sam will stay involved in tennis. I heard her. I think she just, she's one of these people that just loves training. I think she'll be an amazing mentor to, to some of our younger players. Um, I think she'll miss getting out on the court, running around, sweating and, you know, it's what she loves. So it'll be, I'm more uh, interested in when she brings her rackets back and starts practicing again and just helping out the younger players because mm. I don't think it'll be far down the track till she's calling up saying, uh, who's there, I'm ready for a hit. <laughs> Good stuff. And as I let you go, Alex Dimonor is on court at the moment with taking on the French and Manorino and it's on serve at the moment. Uh, Dimonor serving to take it to six all in a first set tie break. And of course, Thanasi Kokonakis takes on uh, Andy Murray and that's going to be a blockbuster match not far away either. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to wander out to both of those matches tonight. So I'm here at Melbourne Park and uh, it's it's cold out there. So it's actually... Uh, when you called, I was looking for a jacket to put on, cause, uh, but I'm looking forward to getting out and on the back of Alexa's win. Uh, it'd be great to have three Aussies into the third round. Well, you're a West Australian. You know about uh, Perth summers, 36 degrees, by the way, here tomorrow. Uh, Paul, I know you had a 36-degree day there in Melbourne the other day, and 
everybody couldn't handle it. But anyway, that's another story. Mate, thanks for joining us. Thanks for giving us an insight into Sam Stoza and also Alexi Popperin. Enjoy the remainder of the tournament. We appreciate your time. My pleasure, Pete. Anytime. See you, mate. See you, mate. Okay, Paul Kilderry giving us a nice little uh, backyard stories there to both Alexi Popperin and also Sam Stoza. Hi, Pete. Epic game by Alexi Popperin, and his interview after the game was full of emotion. Hope our younger brigade keep winning. Uh, Shane Kyrgios, as we know, is out of the tournament and hasn't got the same passion and commitment like these guys do. He really needs a coach. Good on you, at least. There from Ellenbrook. And there was another SMS, but there's no name to it. I mentioned all the players before I spoke to Chris Economides that uh, we're playing with the glory. Uh, Geria, Speranovic, Brimmer, Economides, Fornaroli, Diagostino. And this uh, person said... Is that why the victory is so bad? Because I've got all the past glory players, bang, uh, right between the eyes. So there you go. You can join us anytime on the Temper of Bedshed text machine, 0487 736 736. We're live here from the Toolkit Depot studios at Optus Stadium. And we're here for Kia. And the Kia open line is there for you, 13 12 uh, Of course, uh, Kia, uh, that brilliant vehicle, the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar a pinnacle of engineering, uh, the most powerful Kia ever crafted. By the way, the Perth Wildcats, big match tomorrow night against the Sydney Kings. Uh, If you haven't got your tickets, get behind the Perth Wildcats this season. Head to tickertech.com.au. And as I mentioned, Nick, next home game tomorrow night against the Sydney Kings, uh, who are top of the NBL ladder and tip off is at 6.30. We'll take a break, come back with more in a moment, uh, looking at all the other major events that have happened in sport. What about that great performance by the Perth Scorchers last night? We will touch on that after these messages here on Sports Day.